0: Check
1: one, two. Check one, two. One, two. Good. You ready? This is all...
0: Hey, it's Cassidy Pope. Gabby Barrett.
1: It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty DeMccreery. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News.
0: New music from Cassie Ashton and a big surprise from Dustin Lynch. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of June 6, 2022. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now it's time to dive into the hottest news in country this week. The hottest. The hottest. Have to kick things off with a really exciting touring announcement. Dustin Lynch added a new string of dates to his 2022 Party Mode Tour, which is set to kick off this summer. Tickets are on sale this Friday, June 10th, and it is going to be a show you do not want to miss. So make sure you get your credit cards ready, folks, because this is going to be a good one. I have another exciting tour announcement. King Calloway will join Brooks and Dunn on the Country Music Hall of Famers on tour. And that is going to be such an incredible show. So make sure you check out tickets for that. ASAP. I have exciting ACM Honors news. Miss Miranda Lambert will receive the ACM Triple Crown Award at the 15th Annual ACM Honors on August 24th at Nashville's Ryman Auditorium. I am always absolutely amazed by this woman and not surprised at all that she will be receiving this award. Stay tuned for more details on that footage will be shared. I have some bittersweet news for my CMA Fest people. Unfortunately, Alan Jackson will no longer be able to play at 2022 CMA Fest, but taking his place will be none other than Brothers Osborne and Old Dominion. I'm obsessed with both of those bands, so I think that's a perfect fit to replace such a legend, and we here at ACN are sending all our well wishes to Alan. In sad news, Deborah McCrary, a founding member of the McCrary Sisters, passed away at the age of 67. She was an absolute legend, and she had such an incredible career, worked with so many amazing artists, uh, such as Maren Morris. The McCrary Sisters were featured on the recorded version of my church. Fun fact that you might not have known, but we here at ACN are sending her family and loved ones all of our love at this difficult time. Exciting baby news. Luke Combs' wife, Nicole Combs, shared photos from her recent baby shower on social media. The couple is expected to welcome their first child in late June. Very exciting, and the baby shower looked absolutely fantastic sending them a huge congratulations and that's not the only exciting luke combs news i have for you he teased an unreleased track on the other line on instagram the official track is due june 24th If there's anything to learn from the sneak peek, it's that this song is going to be killer. Make sure you head over to his Instagram page now to check it out. Connor Smith made his Grand Ole Opry debut over the weekend. You can check out some great footage from that through the link in our weekly newsletter or head to his Instagram page now. Lainey Wilson made her Tonight Show debut on The Tonight Show Starring Jimmy Fallon with the performance of Heart Like a Truck. Absolutely obsessed with everything this woman does. She literally slayed her first late-night show performance. You are not going to want to miss out on it. It is a must-watch for the week. Mickey Guyton and Black Pumas are pairing up for CMT Crossroads. The episode will air 10 p.m., 9 Central, Wednesday, June 15th on CMT. That's going to be one you literally can't miss. That's going to go down in the history books of one of the best CMT crossroads ever, I'm calling it now. So make sure you have your DVR set, you're not gonna wanna miss it. Speaking of Mickey Guyton, that leads me to the hottest releases in music this week.
1: New, 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 new. It's new.
0: New music. Mickey Guyton shared an acoustic version of her debut single, Better Than You Left Me, and I am absolutely obsessed. There's nothing this woman couldn't do. And for me, an acoustic song really shows the talent of an artist and you don't need that with mickey we all know she is incredibly talented but you just really hear those vocals coming through this one make sure you head to the link in our weekly newsletter to check that out now Chris young shared his new track if i knew what was good for me it's a breakup song all about knowing what you need to do but actually doing it which i think is Such a relatable thing, not even just in breakups, but in life. Sometimes we go through really hard moments where we know there's these things that we need to do, but it's actually getting ourselves to do them. So I think it's a really cool take on that message and one you'll definitely want to check out for the week. Cassie Ashen dropped her new ballad, I Don't Go Back. And if you've listened to any previous episodes, you know I am a massive fan of this woman. This song is so good. It's all about how she's not a person who looks back, but the message is saying, If I did look back, if I were to reminisce, it would be on you. I think it's such a beautiful take on this song and lyrically, so fantastic. Vocally, always insane. She has one of the best voices in the game, not just country music, but music in general. And I'm telling you right now, if you have not hopped on the Cassie Ashton train, you better do it before it takes off because. In my opinion, this woman has such star quality. She could be the next Eric Church or the next Chris Stapleton. That's how much soul she has. That's how incredible she is. She's just so multi-talented. It's insane. And I really just can't say enough about her. So make sure you check out I Don't Go Back. There's also a video up on Vivo now of her doing a live one take performance that is out of this world. So make sure you check it out. And you're going to want to add this to your All In My Feels playlist. Hallie Kearns released her new EP, Every Girl. It is top to bottom perfection. One of my favorite songs off of it is Slow Down. You're going to want to add it to all your summer playlists. And honestly, make sure you check out this whole girls catalog she is amazing and she's definitely one of those artists to watch out for i've followed her for a few years now and she has been getting closer and closer to popping off so again i've said it before this is another train you're going to want to hop on before it takes off madeline edwards released her new track hold my horses and this song is so good it's so fun And I think Madeline is so incredible. She has such an amazing range, not just vocally, but in the types of songs that she has been releasing over the last few years. It's so cool when artists do that. You get to see all the different sides and not just one dimension. Another one, you're definitely going to want to add to your playlist. This one's really fun. Eli Young Band shared their new track, Tell Me It Is. And it's all about having that special someone in your life who can literally turn your life around when it's at its worst. They can provide that comfort for you. Great song, another smash hit with a really amazing message attached to it. Brooke Eden dropped her new track, Left You For Me. And I absolutely love this song. I love her. This song is all about how sometimes you have to get away from someone And it's for yourself, it's for your own good, and it's such a great song. She's such an incredible artist, another one you definitely want to watch out for. Robin Adelini released her new single, Say It, and this song is so great. It's all about being with someone who wasn't there for you, didn't give you what you needed, and treated you wrong, and you saying the things you always wish they would have said to you, to yourself, taking care of yourself and putting yourself first i love that message and the song is just so good everything about it the melody the vocals insane absolutely love her christian bush released his new track everybody needs somebody off his upcoming four album layered 52 and this song is so great and the lyric video is even better Make sure you check that out on YouTube now. It features all these beautiful couples. And this song is just another lovely one you can add to your summer playlist for that chill vibe. Speaking of summer playlists, another really fun one you'll want to add is Sophia Scott's EP, One of These Days. Every song, an absolute bop. Absolutely adore her. Can't get enough of her. And literally can't pick one song for you from this one check them all out. Twinny recently released her four-song EP, Welcome to the Club, featuring her new single, Something or Somebody. Another woman in country music I absolutely adore. She is so fun and so bright and bubbly and just such an incredible vocalist. Another one that I literally can't choose a song off of. Make sure you check the whole thing out. Thompson Square released their latest track, Nothing More Beautiful. And this song is one of those love songs that just plucks at your heartstrings. It's super duper sweet. For all my lovebirds out there, you're gonna wanna have this one on repeat. Kelsey Lamb released her latest single, Miss Me, Don't. And this is a very fun breakup song. So for all my brokenhearted lovebirds right now make sure you check this one out it is super fun Easton Corbin released two new singles Hey Merle and Somebody's Gotta Be Country and they're both so fun and to me this is the kind of country music that I listened to growing up on the radio like I feel like it has that early 2000s fun, like old country, but new country mixed in kind of feel. And I absolutely love that. So if that is your vibe, I recommend highly adding these to your summer playlist. These are so fun. You can listen to all the new music this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist and check out all upcoming album releases through the link in our weekly newsletter. This week, I was lucky enough to sit down with the incredible Michael Shaw, We talked all about him growing up in Montana, life on the range, so to speak, and how he ended up in Nashville. Probably one of my most interesting interviews to date. Check it all out here now. Hello, Michael. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Rebecca, for having me.
0: I have been so excited to chat with you and your new single, Bad Honky Tonker. I need to know, first of all, how you came up with this idea and the name. It is so fun.
1: <laughs> well, thanks for saying that. Um, yeah, it's a little over the top. So, so sometimes I wonder, like, are people going to take this wrong, you know, but i um, yeah, it was all written in good fun, really. It was kind of a exaggeration, really. And I came up with the title. There's a Stevie Ray Vaughn tune, and he talks about uh a bunch of bad honky tonkers really laying it down. And I think I just heard bad honky tonkers and I was like, it created this uh character study in my head, you know? And uh and then yeah, I was I was listening to a lot of uh there's a guy named Gary Stewart. They call him the king of honky tonk music, but he wrote this tune called Little Junior. And it, it's kind of over the top, like it's really descriptive. And it's just about a guy who's like a rounder, you know, and, and he goes out drinking and he loves long-legged women and you know, he's drinking whiskey. And like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I want to do, I wanna do that, and I'm just gonna take it as far as I can go, you know, with with the character that I made for the tune, but
0: <laughs> well, it's such an epic song, and I love those kind of songs because they tell a story, which is you know what country music is all about. And sometimes I feel like we're lacking a little bit in that these days, especially on radio. But yeah. this song it it made me laugh out loud. I feel like that's <laughs> so rare. And I I wasn't laughing. You know, add it. I just was like, oh my god, the lyrics to this are
1: fantastic. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's it's great to hear that because that was the goal. I mean, I, I was laughing when I wrote it. You know, I was like, this is ridiculous, really. And I'm like, yeah, I, I really appreciate you saying that. And I totally agree with you completely about um, radio nowadays. You know, it's really there's not much creativity going on in it, and it, it's difficult. You know. Um, I don't know what happened. Somewhere along the way, things really went south, and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it can bounce back. You know, I, I like to think that things all go in cycles, and um, maybe consumers will demand a little bit more here at some point. Hopefully, you know. I
0: agree. I think with content coming out like you're producing, and so many other great artists right now who you know, aren't on the radio right now, but I think if the content is there, eventually there'll be no way that it can't end up there. At least that's what I'm hoping and manifesting for the universe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's possible, you know, cause yeah, like you said, there's, a, there's so many independent people right now that are putting it out there and kind of challenging the status quo that is radio, you know, and Radio is kind of geared toward the record labels kind of are in bed with the, the radio people anyway. So it's just it's a hard avenue to even penetrate and, and to get into, you know, luckily, it's kind of the wild west of independent music, you know, and everybody can kind of you don't need a label anymore. You
0: know? Yeah, which is so cool. And I feel like we're seeing that more and more. But it, I think it's great because we get to see the art that artists actually wanna make and put out, which I think is so important because I think fans know when things aren't authentic. So I think that's really great. And I hope, you know, we see more of that, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too, fingers crossed.
0: But I have to ask, I was doing some research before this today and I came across a little nugget of something that I thought was so incredible You used to live in Montana and be a horseman and a wilderness ranger.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
0: I got to know all about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was uh, a way of life that I don't think a lot of people being here in Nashville, I don't think people are even aware that this, this kind of life is out there, you know, and it was very, Very special, really. You know, Um, Montana, especially up until maybe three or four years ago, was really completely off off the radar quite a bit. And um, I, I feel like I was able to kind of lead a life out there that you couldn't do in most parts of the country. I really gravitated to wilderness and started working in Glacier Park in the early 2000s. And always loved horses and kind of, um, didn't grow up with them, but kind of, um, threw myself into it once I started working in Glacier and, and really developing my horsemanship. And I even went back, I went back to college and studied for a little bit. Uh, you could study natural horsemanship at Montana Western in Dillon, Montana. And I wanted to do everything I could to, to become a better horseman, you know, and, and I, I studied packing with a, a guy, um uh, Smoke Elser, he's in the National Cowboy Hall of Fame. Uh, Just an incredible man who had so much knowledge to teach, you know, and just kind of threw myself into that road. And it it really complemented the music, too, because, I, you know, you'd be out there with the horses way back in the backcountry doing your thing, and you get ideas for songs, you know, or poetry and stuff would just kind of pop in your head. It was such an inspiring landscape to be in that you're constantly kind of turned on and you feel like you're living a movie or something. I don't know how to put it, but it was very inspiring for me at the time. Well,
0: it's such a cool fact to find out about you, because I feel like, you know, Yellowstone, the television show, has just absolutely blown up. And when I was reading your story, it reminded me of one of the characters on the show who is also a musician, And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, he's like the real life version of the guy on that show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, that show I that show is so popular, you know, and everybody's like becoming aware of Montana, I think, through that show. Um and then COVID happened and people kind of started relocating. It was like this perfect storm to kind of to blow Montana up and you kind of feel like you're you're giving away your baby, you know, because it was nice kind of when nobody really knew how great it was out there. You know, um, things change fast and, and uh, once developers and investment companies move in and it, it just changes the character of things so quick, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, that's um, I don't know if you watch the show, but that's a subject that they actually sort of approach within one of the seasons. And um, it's just, you know, I'm from the East Coast and I grew up in like the Philly area my whole life. So I feel like pretty much anything I watch is like a culture shock because I grew up in like the smallest state in the US. So um, it's just really fun uh, to watch. But what I'm really interested in is how... You went from doing that to what you're doing now.
1: Yeah, it was quite a transition. I, I did that for a long time and I always did music and, and part of the, uh, my attraction to that job, I was a seasonal, uh, backcountry ranger for the park service. And which meant that like in April or May, I'd start, I'd go to glacier and work through the whole summer and then come October, uh, we all got cut loose, you know, and you go, you go live your winter life. And um, during the winter, I had a lot more time, you know, I would usually like pick up a part-time job and just kind of live somewhere cheap or caretake and, and, and work on music, you know, and write a lot and um, played in a band, had my best friend out there. We we were always playing music and eventually we were like one day, one day we're going to quit the day job and just, and just do music full time, you know, and, I was always in the back of the head, but we weren't in a huge rush cause we really, we liked our lives. You know, we liked what we did and we loved living in Montana. And it was just happening happening like slowly and naturally and organically. Um, he, my best friend and musical partner passed away in an accident. And that was definitely the catalyst for me to be like, all right, I need to record an album of my material. Cause I'd, I'd written a ton and I had a huge, I have a huge catalog of original music that I've written and uh, I would never released any of it. And uh, so I was like, well, I need to get an album. And at first I thought I could, could do it all in Montana and not leave Montana. And then it kind of hit me that like, I probably need to, I'm literally coming out of the woodwork here. Like nobody knows who I am. I, I, I did not do social media really wasn't my thing, you know, and, and, and self-promotion and all that. Um, I was more into the whole process of, of creating really than I was like hyping it and marketing it and all that. And uh, so that's where Nashville came in. I thought, well, if I'm going to go anywhere to do it, probably Nashville, Austin or Nashville and, and Nashville had more music industry, which I thought was going to, help me you know and kind of help get the music out into the world you know And so that's pretty much what led to that I kind of dragged my heels as long as I could I never thought I always said I'll never leave Montana blah 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 you know and um, I really loved it out there and I couldn't picture myself living anywhere other than there but it just came to a point where I'm like if I'm going to do this right I need to kind of make a sacrifice here and relocate
0: absolutely it's You know, all those sacrifices you have to make to get your dreams to come true. What has that experience been like? How do you like living in Nashville?
1: Well, it's been it's been challenging, to be honest. Um, I came here and had just put a band together and was starting to get gigs and then COVID hit and that was a bit of a mind fuck, really being here and not having anything going on and having all the time in the world, but I couldn't do any of the things that I really love to do. And, um, there's a little bit of hiking out here, but I was used to, uh, the bar had been raised so high for me that I'm like, where's the grizzly bears? Where's the wolverines? Where's the, where's all these wild animals that really determine quality of an ecosystem? You know, the health of an ecosystem is kind of determined by the diversity of species that live in that area. And um, yeah, there's some little, little, little cool pockets around here. I don't want to knock middle Tennessee and, and make anybody mad, but um, I was used to having rivers and, and clean water, good whitewater paddling out the back door and community too, where, where Nashville is very different. Nashville is very much growing and trending it's almost becoming like a Los Angeles of the South or something. And in Montana, everybody was so laid back and, and like, nobody was trying to like, you know, it's more of an influencer kind of thing in Nashville and status and who do you know, and all that. And, and I was just coming from a place that was, really didn't, there wasn't much of that bullshit really, you know? And, um, so I think I had to really adapt. I think it was really hard, you know, and the heat and the humidity, I, uh, Montana winters were tough but Nashville summers are tough for me now like (laughs) like I love winter out here I'm like I'll take winter I feel like I'm winning you know because because Montana winters could be brutal and uh but out here it's the summer where I'm like I can't even I can't even move you know like I I feel like I gotta take three showers a day (laughs) I
0: I totally get that I'm definitely more of a cold person than a warm person so summer is always like that time of year where you know I might get a little excited for like a second when spring rolls around being like oh my god like now I don't have to heat up my car every single morning before I go to work but you know now I've hit the point where I'm like all right 90 degree weather humidity no thank you <laughs> oh
1: yeah don't need it so are you are you in Pennsylvania now
0: so I live in Delaware. I don't. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Delaware. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. I a lot of people will say like, "Oh, that's a city in Pennsylvania, right?" And I'm like, "No, it's a state." <laughs> oh,
1: man. I know. Not nice. a
0: lot of good geography classes happening in the U.S.
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, probably an understatement there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, so I live about 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. So that's where I go for all my country concerts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys, I mean, everybody in the world tours through there, you know, so.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, it surprises a lot of people when country concerts come through. I think sometimes artists think like, oh, you know, maybe it's not going to be that great of a crowd, but especially Philly fans are very loud. And, you know, it's that whole like, east coast, like by New York, New Jersey mentality. So it's a lot of fun. You know what I wanted to ask you before I forget, uh, have you met anyone else from Montana since you've been there? Because it's such a melting pot there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. And, um, I have not met anyone else from Montana, but I I'm aware that there's a, a few other Montanans here. Um, kind of doing what I'm doing and trying to do music in Nashville. And uh, I don't, I don't see them that much, but just to know that they're like out here for some reason, gives me some bit of comfort, I think, because I love anybody from Montana or who has a connection to it. I, I meet them and it, it, it really does uh, hit close to my heart because I do love Montana so much. And I love and so I try to be a good Montana and try to represent that state well Um, because there's not a ton of people, you know, and um, if you meet some, if you meet a guy from there who's an asshole, you're probably going to go away thinking, oh, those Montanans are blah, 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 but they're, they're really just the friendliest people, you know, and I was very proud to live there during that time and hope to get back there eventually.
0: That's awesome. Well, I hope anyone listening to this in the Nashville area, if they're from Montana, I hope they come and see you at a show. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i hope so too. <laughs> thank you
0: so before i let you go i have two things one is do you have any shows coming up that you want to talk about
1: well yeah i've got one june 3rd but that that's like an album release show um and then i've got one and that'll be at bobby's idle hour tavern which will have already happened by the time this goes live but then i've got one june 10th at uh Fat Bites in Donaldson and it's kind of a funky little bar and uh, there's a couple other bands playing that night. It'll be a good time and then beyond that the the calendar's pretty open. Um, I'm hoping it'll be easier to to get gigs now with the album out. There's a lot of competition in Nashville and there's a supply-demand ratio and the, the scales are a little heavy with the number of people willing to play around here and uh the gig opportunities available so I mean that was the whole idea of putting the album out is that hopefully I'm ready to play I want to tour I love playing live and uh, hopefully it'll lead to that to more of that
0: absolutely I mean with a song like this I can only imagine how amazing the album's going to be so right here we're manifesting it out into the universe you're going to have a (laughs) ton of shows coming up
1: yes (laughs) thank you Rebecca I would love that yeah
0: Yes. So before I let you go, I like to play a little rapid fire question game at the end of every interview, just to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So first up, what artist would you be dying to tour with? Like who's a dream touring artist for you?
1: Merle Haggard. And he's dead.
0: Great choice. (laughs) Hey, it's okay. Okay. It can be anyone you want. (laughs)
1: <laughs> bring it bring back. Country music needs them now more than ever. So um, we'll bring it back from the dead and then I can go tour with them.
0: Perfect. All right. It's set. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, who would be like a dream duet partner for you? Doesn't have to be country. could be any genre.
1: I love Loretta Lynn. She's like my spirit animal, I think. But yeah, I would love to write a, a hardcore because she's like the duet queen, you know, her and Conway and then, and then, uh, Jack White, even when he kind of revived her career with their album. So I'd I'd love to write something just for that or co-write it with her. She, she's a great writer, you know? So yeah, I'm going to go with Loretta Lynn.
0: That's awesome. And you kind of just stole my next question. (laughs) I was going to say who would be a dream co-write for you. So if not Loretta, maybe somebody else.
1: Again, I think I'd like to bring back Guy Clark, uh, from the dead and Towns Van Zandt. I, I love those Texas writers. They have such a great rich tradition of songwriting down there. Uh, somebody living now, I mean, if you could write with Willie Nelson, I think that would be pretty incredible. He's still writing good country music, you know, and just cause they're not playing it on the radio. It's better than what they're playing on the radio, I think. No, I
0: agree. And God, you picked all the good people, like (laughs) all the legends. (laughs) I love it. That's probably my favorite responses that I've gotten from an artist so far.
1: (laughs) Oh, cool. Nice. All right. So before
0: I let you go, one more rapid fire question for you. And I will preface this by saying can be a television show on air or off air. If you could have one of your songs feature in a television show which one would you choose
1: you know i think probably i have to go with that yellowstone show because <laughs> everybody who gets their music on that show it, it, it does it does very good things for them you know i actually did mail out a cd to uh, andrea von forster which is like the music supervisor and they they probably get so many, you know, it probably got lost in the shuffle. But that that would de- definitely be really good for my career. To get on hey, this.
0: you never know. I have discovered some musicians through the show. I mean, they do play, you know, some mainstream artists, obviously, like Chris Stapleton. And they had Laney Wilson on there as well. But I could totally see one of your songs being on there. And I don't know if you saw how excited I was when you said that, but I was like, <laughs> Thank God he picked this one, because if he said any other show, I was going to be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think this has been so much fun. It's been so great getting to know you. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit down with me.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rebecca. It was very easy to talk to you. And uh, it was a pleasure. I appreciate it.
0: Well, when you make it over to the East Coast, I will definitely be coming to see you.
1: Perfect. I'd love that.
0: Thank you. So nice meeting you.
1: Thank you. You as well.
0: Bye. Bye. And before we go, you know we have to talk about Video of the Week. Video of the Week. This week's video is Mr. L.V. Shane's Miles with my mama, Mile Markers. And this song so good he's such an incredible up-and-coming artist and this video is so great features live footage um of touring and it's just really wonderful make sure you check it out now you can catch a sneak peek up on our socials or you can check the full video out through the link in our weekly newsletter or up on youtube now that's all the country news i have for you this week visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening.
1: Country News Podcast is produced by me, Ashley Kim. I also executive produce alongside my team at Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you love this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends, Track 45, who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. Check out their newest EP, Big Dreams, wherever you listen to music